Hello and welcome. Welcome to a very special edition of CPR's Clubhouse Live. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and this panel right here is going to discuss the topic of the week, which is freestyle remakes, uh, something that we got into on social media, but we wanted to discuss further. Uh, let me introduce the dais, the panel. Uh, we have uh, my comedian and uh, former host of Clubhouse Dance Music, uh, Philip Anthony. Philip, thank you for joining us. Happy uh, to be here. The man from the, the group Pain, uh, Gennaro, is also with us. Oh, that's me. Hey, what's up, y'all? And um, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. I'm just the, the guy here to give my opinion. <laughs> we have uh, K7. Uh, you may have uh, nobody before. Uh, he has a gold plaque uh, at home as well. Um, Nobody. I still got to throw out the cup in 45 minutes. Yeah, um, <laughs> I took mine out already. <laughs> so uh, we're here to discuss uh, freestyle and remakes. Um, we have uh, a section <clears throat> that I've divided the conversation to, to go by section. Um, I wanted to, uh, before we get started, uh, get your opinion on something. Uh, three years ago to the day today was the... Um, the rant heard around the freestyle world, the rant from Stevie B. Um, I'm sure that everybody here got an opportunity to see that rant. Um, three years later, was that something that made our music better or made it worse? <laughs> anybody anybody want to take that one? Anybody? Damn, you just come out, come out fine. That, that wasn't on the agenda. That wasn't on the agenda. <laughs> I, here's the funny thing. I still don't got the, uh, the agenda in front of me. Hey, it's not on there, Kate. It's not even on there. Let me preface it, okay? So I, I think that three years ago when Stevie B had his, his, his rant, he it was coming from a good place. He was trying to bring awareness to the quality in our music and how it needed to improve. And then what happened was because of social media, it be, the, the message got lost and it became something totally different. Something that ignited three years of just the worst bantering I've ever seen on social media. So just wanted to know if you thought that that was a positive thing or in the end, um, the freestyle community turned it into something negative or something uh, to take advantage of to go after the first generation of this music. I think you just answered it right there. It was both, you know, because exactly. he, he was being honest and he was saying what, what well, Jose, you and I were already saying for years, yes. and, you know, um, and he, what, what a lot of people were already thinking, you know, so he said it. And and the people who, who turned it into something else are the people who took offense to it because they were the ones, they were the guilty parties. Right. You know, I mean, if you had good music, that rant didn't bother you. Why would it? Right. Uh, so, so the people who made it what it is, or made it what it turned into, were the people who were guilty of putting off crappy music. Um, I'm going to tell you what hurt Stevie <clears throat> the most after saying that rant. That rant. Um, he turned around, did that rant, in hopes that everybody would listen. But what ended up happening is he ended up releasing an album right after that. 
and it put pressure for him to be a leader. And I think that the only person who I know that played cuts from that album is probably Jose. Yeah. And, you know, hardly anyone else played those. Hardly any of the DJs that we know in the community did not support that album whatsoever. And fans, I don't think, you know, whether it be here or Brazil, I could be wrong. I'm just stating from the energy that I saw once the record was released, um, I didn't see anybody talking about it. So after stating things so strongly, um, making valid and honest points that needed to be heard, um, to then release something that was received lacklusterly, yes. it made people totally ignore what he said. Um, but if I could be honest with you, our community was going to do that anyway because our community is not a community of... Um, we don't absorb knowledge really well. That's my opinion. Or, or, or we choose not to. Gennaro? Yeah, because uh, most, most like to expand on what Kay just said, because most people are already, when the knowledge is coming in, they just, they're looking for what's my response. What do I say about this? Where do I find the wrong in this? Where do I go the who are you to tell me it's, it's it's that's the thing instead of just listening to people who come before you and they've made an impact in this genre i don't care if you want to say somebody oh well they haven't gone platinum since 19 whatever whatever i ain't been platinum period <laughs> so so i'm gonna listen to, i want to i'm gonna listen to what they gotta say the tips that they give me you know the pointers they give me now with that being said you know of course you, you can learn something from everybody but this genre is very Close-minded, it's uh, it's, it's clicky, as we talk about all the time. And it's and the the music gets overshadowed. Is like when I did a rant, you know, not so long ago, by all the BS. I mean, the music always gets overshadowed by that. So it's very hard as an artist to. I mean, when when Stevie said what he said, I mean, I was in the background going, yeah, I've said a whole lot of this myself. You know, like I I agree, and I'm not gonna say like, oh, I'm the I'm one of the best people or, or anything like that, but I I was one of those people since 2006 who was like, what's coming out is not good and it's putting a stain on what we do and it's shedding a bad light on all of us. So I had no I had no problem with what you said. But again, like Kay said, I do think the message got lost in the people who were waiting to either tear, tear him down or you know try to just make a mockery of the message. What, what, I saw, what I saw happen was that um, there's a lot of people that took that opportunity to use it as a marketing skill. Um, and so they use that to market themselves. They also use it to try to cut corners and, and skip to the front of the line and make it appear as if they were contenders for the top spot by going after all the top artists. So it became, it became a marketing point. Um, what I would like to say about the album from Stevie B um, was that um, It's All Right, featuring Jenny Renee, uh, was a song that he put out on the album, which allowed Jenny Renee to be pulled up the correct way by earning it. Um, there's a song there called Take It All Back, was a great song, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it was a good one. You know, was a good one. It wasn't a complete freestyle album, uh, the Best of Life album released in 2020, but um, there were some good choice cuts on there. 
but people use the album to to further their agenda <coughs> and, and further their 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 topic of they are better than the first generation. Could I, can I, could I tell you? Let's let's be honest. Let's say I'm going to choose an artist out of the blue. Let's say uh, um, let's say Judy Judy Torres recorded the greatest freestyle album of all times in the next two months, and put it out and started out with our community. No one's going to buy the record. No one's gonna run to to their iTunes to download it. It's simply because it's a different time. Um, we can get it for free. We know how to go around it. Right. We know that in two days the label's gonna put up a video, and all of us know how to rip the song from you uh, YouTube. So who's gonna buy the song? That's basically what's happening to all of us. Yeah. If you want, and it's not just freestyle. It's R and B. It's hip hop. It's uh, um, uh, the only people who are actually selling records is Latin music. Mm -hmm. That's why Camila Cabello's entire album feels like she took every single reggaeton beat and salsa beat and just just wrote English songs over it because she wants to appeal to where the records are selling. Right. But no one's selling records. And for a subgenre of dance music who who is unpoliced, uneducated and uh, um unwilling to grow to incorporate um new that's my wife laughing downstairs as she's fixing stuff um you know to be able to um incorporate new styles of music into the sound <clears throat> we're, we're the guys that got left back yeah so you know to, to talk about we're the super seniors when i when i when you when you talk about uneducated you mean uneducated in the music uh sense of the word uneducated on the history uneducated we're, on we're uneducated in business Mm -hmm. We're uneducated in public relations. We're uneducated in marketing. In marketing. Marketing. That's the that's that's the word. That's the one. Listen, Martin. And we could all learn marketing by going to YouTube and spending, you know, fifteen you, minutes of our time whenever we have free time. Free. You can go on Google and get certified for free. Learn how to use AdWords and how to learn how to use a lot of a lot of Google tools that'll that'll you know increase your your presence and your relevance online right absolutely none of us know none of us nobody in freestyle well you do uh no one in freestyle has let me limit a limited amount of us have music lawyers limited amount of us have trademarks a limited amount of us are trying to we don't nobody has a five-year plan we have complaints but not a five-year plan in in this in this genre that's a five-song plan that's 
Yeah, yeah. No, we we got five years worth of complaints. Yeah, they do, they, right. They do, they do the more complaints than songs. You you got like one song a year and like twenty complaints a year. It's just yeah. And the other thing is that that's you know, and Jose talks about this all the time. The bochinche is a lot bigger than the the song. Mm -hmm. So right. the, you know, it's set artists when starts the an argument, and then the mm -hmm. next week is his release. The Wachinche is a lot bigger than the release. And when the song comes out, it has nothing to do with the Bochinche. <laughs> Why haven't we done a song called Bochinche? That's, that's what it is. There should be a freestyle group called Bochinche. Yeah, Bochinche. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, here we are all these years later after the CBB rant, if that's, that's what it was titled. Um, and I, I know that his heart was in the right place, but the execution. You know, it, it didn't change anything for the better. Um, we still continue to uh, struggle in all the things that you mentioned, marketing. Um, we struggle in communications. Um, artists don't know how to be artists, especially online. And, um, you know, hopefully one day um, they'll Google something and learn out of the free uh, tutorials that are out there in Google and in YouTube. And uh, hopefully one day we'll get to where we need to be. Right now, in this day and age, if they want to study anything, tell them to go study some social media marketing. That's all you need. Right. If you, if you can have social media marketing. Social media marketing and restraint. Freestyle remakes. Uh, so the first part that I want to discuss when it comes to remaking freestyle and uh, artists in freestyle remaking songs is um, do you guys see a positive in someone remaking songs from popular music, which means that, you know, either a classic song, a ballad by a popular artist on pop music, uh, do you see the benefit in an artist re-recording a popular song? Yes. Yeah, you, you know I'm going to say yeah. I have to say yeah. I mean, so yeah. so that my first solo release was, was a, a remake, you know, uh, of an of a, a group from the 80s and 70s, uh, Air Supply, All Out of Love. And, you know, it, it, was, it wasn't something that was even planned. But, you know, the, the results were there, you know. Um, it, it, it got a lot of recognition. And, and you know, it, it, it gave me a name in, in freestyle. You know, I've been in freestyle for many, many years as a dancer and as a choreographer. Um, you know, I just happened to be in, in the studio with Will one day and you know, he's like, I need to do one more song. I was like, this is a song I always would, always thought would be dope and freestyle. And even he was like, nah. And then we, you know, I said, look, let's just try it. As long as we don't screw it up, I think people will enjoy it. That's the key. As long as we don't ruin the song, I think they'll enjoy it. And it did really well, you know. And I think if you're a new artist and you do something like that, it's a way to give you a kind of a little boost uh, because they're going to hear, they're going to, now relate you with something that's already familiar to them. You're new, no one knows who you are, but the song is familiar. And now that they're, they're going to get to know you. So it, it's, it's helpful. If you do it right, you, you, you know, make sure that you care about the song. You, you know, you care how it comes out. Um, you know, you, you respect the artist, the original artist, and, and everyone involved in the first one. Uh, and, and just do your best. Do your best. I mean, don't, don't rush it. Let it come out and, and, you know, just like, again, you, you respect it, it'll, it'll show it the production, it'll show it the, the finished product, and, and, and people will, will probably take to it.
felt bad that he milked that record for 15 years. Uh, mm -hmm. They had two different versions of it. Um, both versions were very popular here in New England. Um, I can recall 10,000 people at the park for the Puerto Rican Festival, and the music uh, shuts off, and uh, Philip Anthony goes a cappella with Willie Valentine doing the beatbox in the background. It is on YouTube, by the way, and you hear 10,000 people singing the song, but that's because it's a song by Air Supply, and uh, no one knew that for the most part in our community because uh, many of the young people that listened to us at the time uh, still to this day think that Philip Anthony is the singer of All Out of Love, and that Air Supply is the one that we made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna name my group Asthma Pump, but I thought that would have been too weird. <laughs> Gennaro, let me get your take on um, popular music. Well, I mean, as, as you know, my my. Uh, what is that? Coming out into the, we uh, introducing myself to the community was actually I released a remake of a song by an artist called James Bay and that song was Scars. And, uh, you know, I've always looked outside of our freestyle genre for influence of things that I thought could still work within the confines of what we do. Um, I think, you know, as Phil was saying, I think uh, doing remakes the right way, it can be beneficial to you because Again, there's a, you know, there's some bit of a fan base to the song already, but also because you can put your own spin on it. Sometimes people are more open to hearing, well, well I, didn't, I didn't think about it being that way. Because, you know, I've, I've seen DJs remix like popular songs all the time, way different from what they were in terms of different versions. So I've always been kind of uh, in, intrigued by that. And as we'll go further, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but, but Payne has done a lot of, a lot of remakes okay. that I've that I think about, we, we really have. Um, and again, it, and and I won't lie, a lot of those remakes were because I was like, you know, it'll help maybe break out of this uh, this freestyle box because, you know, the right person hears it and it's a familiar song, it might have some legs. So I have no problems with remakes again, but like anything else, if it isn't good, don't just put it out for putting it out sake. It's got to be good, you know? <clears throat> so, Ken, you, you, well, you, you ready? Could, could I run keep... down my list? Okay, let me just jump in real quick though, because you said something that was real interesting there, right? And and, and it, it kind of piggybacked off of what Jose said that a lot of people thought I was the original singer of All Out of Love. Um, I, I love Scars, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't know it was a remake. Yeah, a lot a lot yeah. of people did it, and which is funny, I show it to people who never heard it, and they go, "I like yours better." Right, be, that's right. Me. I'm right well, here. The, 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 that's that's like the marketing side of, of doing a remake because even though they didn't know it was a remake, there's still something familiar about the song. Right. And the quality of the writing that made you choose that song. Like yeah. you're starting off up here already. So, you know, that that was a that's a great point. He said they, they think I'm the original. No, I thought you were the original. And yeah. I love that song. You know what I mean? Thank, yeah, so, thanks, man. So uh Kay, you're, you're responsible. Now I'm sorry, I have to cut you off. Okay, you're responsible for probably the greatest remake of all time, right? And so, and so we, I want to get your take on it, and we'll discuss that in a minute. All right, so here goes. These are um, the remakes that I've done uh, with TKA. Uh, are You For Real was a remake. Um, Someone in the Dark, AB sang that, was a remake. Um, 
what am I forgetting? You are the one, um, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. um, as K7, I did um, uh, uh, Hang On In There Baby on the K7 album, That's, that was a remake. Um, after that, I did Beth for, you know, for my personal use and then performed it at um Westbury show dressed up as Kiss. Right. And I did my my reggae version of Running. Now the question originally was what do I believe and how do I feel about remakes? In the current state of what freestyle is, where we are, I think we don't need it. Because what we need to do is establish the music to invite people to listen. And though remakes are made for that, I don't think remakes in freestyle to me now seem very novelty. They don't, they don't help the music grow. Um, should it stop us from using it as a tool to get people to know us and what we're doing, no, we should use them. So if there's an artist out there that wants to remake it so that he can put it on his IG, on his face, uh, on his Facebook so that people could see him doing it so that he could perform it next to a, a song that's probably a little less known, no, do it for that. But for the selling of freestyle, I don't think it's beneficial. For the growth of freestyle, I don't think is beneficial because what I think it's doing is hurting us a lot more. Um, uh, but I, again, I say like you are the one was one of the first freestyle remakes ever. It was a freestyle on freestyle record. I, I don't believe the thing I really don't believe, even though I, you are the one is a song that did that successfully. Um, that's what Jose is talking about. I don't believe in freestyle on freestyle. Right, and that, that's the second part of the topic, which we can get into right now. So again, you are responsible for the greatest remake of all time. Um, what people may have not known is that, you know, for me, I found out maybe eight years ago that You Are The One was a remake, and, and Carla Reddish was the original version, released in 1988, and then a little bit after, TKA re-recorded it and made it a bonafide hit. Um, it was a song that was featured on the soundtrack, Talina and um, there's not a better segment in a movie, in my opinion, than when you're in the cafeteria and they're playing TKA, You Are The One on the boombox and Morgan Freeman is trying to get him to shut the music off, but you hear it. And um, that is something for me that um, it popped me like, as a freestyle fan. So um, that, that is the exception to the rule. For me, I don't like freestyle and freestyle remakes. I don't like uh, when freestyle artists remake other freestyle artists uh, songs. Um, there are a couple of reasons that I'm going to bring up for a few minutes. Um, but uh, I want to get Gennaro's take on how do you feel about freestyle artists remaking other freestyle artists' uh, songs? I I mean, for for if they're doing it to like to release it, I'm kind of iffy about it. Now, I did a unreleased remake of a freestyle song. It's a song called Destiny by Brandon. Right. And I actually I actually perform it sometimes, like little pieces of it, because from my region of where I'm from, it was highly popular and Brandon never performed it. Mm 
So I kind of I kind of use it as a uh, hype the crowd tool, get them to sing along with me outside of just like the pain stuff. Where Genero, here's a question. Yeah, are you selling that version? No. For me, and Philip, I'm sorry to cut in front of you. For me, um, if the original artist is working in the marketplace and is out there doing shows and is a vital and important part of the community, having another artist remake one of their songs, one of their major songs or repertoire hurts yes. the original artist. I agree. Because now the audience has a choice. Do I go see Fulana sing it or do I go see Fulano who did it originally? Right. Right? At that point, you can push somebody out of the marketplace. Oh, Because you're basically undercutting them. Yeah. You're undercutting the value of the original artist. Um, and, you know, let's let's use uh, Jose sent me uh, two records last week to listen to that started this discussion when he started this discussion to to let me know he sent me the the Nelson Rigo record and the other young man who did the same song right right so if if they didn't come out simultaneously and Rigo was already out and Rigo is getting popularity due to that record. And someone else comes out with that song at the same time. People have a choice. And where he's getting popularity from it, it undercuts what he's doing. Right. Better yet, let me give you let me give you the example that works best. I'm Sammy, I love you, but I have to say this out loud. I have to say this out loud. Information society is a vital group to the growth and the beginning of freestyle. Information society. Yes. A vital group to what our movement is. I remade the song in reggae because I just did it for the love of it. I called it a tribute to right. information society. Um, when I was asked to be part of um, the remake of it, I said, Sam, you got to do it differently because information society is still performing. And, you know, we need them. They're part of what made us big names. I want to know what you're thinking is a freestyle record, which is a, a, a gold record for them. Mm -hmm. um, running was one of the building blocks of what freestyle was for us in the 80s. Have you ever noticed that since Sammy put out his remix version, Information Society is not booked on the East Coast, nor down South, nor on the West Coast. I've never actually realized that. They're not. Because wow. now they have an option. An I option that costs less. An option in the East Coast, an option that costs totally less. You don't have to buy three airline tickets, three hotel rooms, transportation. <laughs> you don't have to do all that stuff. You don't have to right. pay the price of an information society who is at one point was top tier. Now you could get Sammy, same song, sung in the same style. It's almost, you could probably 
you can mix them and probably not know the difference vocally in the lead vocal, right? Yes. And this is no diss, because I'm part of Sammy's record. This is just to let you know how this could affect an artist. Yeah. So you don't hear from Information Society no more. The major book is Sal Abatello, Vito Bruno, Ruben Martinez, uh, Vic Latino, uh, Charlie Rodriguez, Truly down in Texas, um, you know, Alan Beck, and, you know, and, and uh, um, the Snoop Army, uh, um, Bobby D. None of them is booking information society because you could get it for cheap. Yeah. Great point. I, I agree with you. It's a great point. Phil, do you want to make a point? Well, you know, so I, I got a couple of points to make. Like when he talked about two people making the same remake, I thought about, you know, George, George Anthony or Jorge Luis when he did Volveré the same time as DLG did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, two remakes, but you know, the were, were they done in the same style? Because I, I never heard George's version. Uh, George was done, yeah, they were both salsa, but you know, the LGs had a lot more to it. Mm -hmm. Hit, you know, George had did a kind of a straight remake where the LG switched it up, did a whole lot of stuff to it. So. Um, but you know, we talk about freestyle on freestyle. I'm, I'm guilty, I did, I did one, you know, and we did it as a tribute, you know, there was myself. Willie Valentine and Freeze. We did a remake of Latin Love, uh, but we did it. There was there were layers of why we did it. At that time, number one, Trilogy wasn't performing. We hadn't heard anything from Trilogy in a long time, and, and then number two is we all performed together a lot. So we would have like a thirty-minute, forty-minute show tape, and it would be you know one song of Willie, one Freeze, one me, one, and we would go back and forth. So we did a remake of that song so that we could do a song together and close out the show doing a song together and then we named it the group the project 301 east which i'm sure k remembers that was lava rods k remember mm -hmm. 301 east yep. that was so we named it 301 east because it was an homage to not only trilogy not only old school freestyle but the club where we grew up in freestyle well That's honestly we're honestly trilogy popped off from yes right because they lived up the street mm -hmm. they lived up the street like i knew those guys so you know so that we did it and then shortly after that carlos started started singing again and you know he was like yo he he reached out to us and he was like yo y'all you know do me a favor don't do that song and say no more like there was you didn't even have to say, you have to give me a reason. You didn't say, you're performing again? For real, dope. We're done. We're never going to perform that song again. Right. Cool. I really myself, we're, we stuck to that. We're like, we'll never perform that song again. And that's like me in the in the Brandon remake. Like, I, I've done it a handful of times, but I never would go out, like, add it, like, permanently to my set list or anything like that. Because I have, I mean, he doesn't perform. If you look at beginning of the end, that that George Anthony did with Cynthia, I yeah. mean, Marisol, Marisol has no desire to ever perform. No desire, and it's a great song. It's just right. so. Collecting so, dust. so now, in that case, you look at it and you say, okay, well, do do you, do you deprive the fans of of this great project that they did together? 
They did. They did it well. <laughs> the, song, the song has benefited George because, um, you know, he always starts off his set with that song, uh, whether he's with a female uh, uh, significant yeah. role or, or not. He always starts off with that song. But um, to let you know, uh, Gennaro, Brandon is back on 418 Freestyle, and he'll be yeah. music soon. I'm a big Judy Torres fan. She's she's known as the queen. Um, no one can touch her. Um, to, like her, there's no other. And and she is a person now that she's doing TV, doing stage. Um, you know, so she's untouchable in my book. But I do agree with what K7 said. Once you start getting the the less expensive version of <laughs> else doing that song, uh, it could cost her a show here and there because she's going to charge a few thousand where the other person is going to charge a couple hundred. So um, I, I go to Mia, um, and she remade uh, No Reason to Cry. First of all, I think it's it's uh, a cheat code uh, when uh, artists introduce themselves uh, uh, releasing a remake of somebody else's music. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I just dropped everything. So I think it's a huge disrespect when an artist that is in freestyle trying to get into the freestyle market remakes a freestyle song by a freestyle artist and then that's the first song they come out with uh, yeah the, i don't yeah i don't think that's that's what actually done. and so and so how, people how we, that will, watch, will watch this video and say ah well judy torres um you know she seconded they met and and you know she praised her version and stuff like that and my response is always what do you expect judy to do she's on blue bloods she's a star She's on KTU. She's on all these different platforms. Do you expect her to say publicly in front of you, hey, stop performing my song? Could I, ask, I don't think that would happen. I think, could I ask you know, the three of you one question? Sure. If I got up tomorrow, tomorrow morning, yes, and I went and I chose to remake. I'm buying it. So I if I do, <laughs> and I'm using this as an example, not that if I'm going to do it. Chuck, go my tease. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> If I choose to remake any of the current male artists, the you know the new what you guys call new school, you know how I feel about that. Yes. If I remade any of their songs, as TK put it out, while those artists are trying to get on, mm-hmm. what would the community say? About me doing that. That you're trying but, to take uh, food from their table. And, and it's going to split. It's that gonna, I'm already holding them back from and, getting shows. That false narrative that they've been talking about for years. Right. And now I'm taking the music. Right. But you know that they'll also use that as, hey, they did my song. So they can ride that. How's about. If, they, if they're good at marketing. How's about <laughs> if I complain when any artist remakes my song what would they say i think you had a valid complaint one time like no i i, I have i have a few valid complaints no but I, i'm i'm just i, I have I three that, valid complaints I the, first, the first one i'm talking about you know like you should somebody should have put a hit out on that guy like that was ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> like there was sacrilegious in freestyle to do something like that. <laughs> but if you if I did that, I would be considered a hater. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can't win. For someone like me, I can't win. Well, I, I can't I, look I, at Gennaro's uh catalog and say, 
damn rock. I like that song. I'm going to redo it. Freestyle on freestyle. While he's in the market. The, the only no way to do that respectfully. No one's going to think he did it. The only way to do it respectfully is to do it with the artist. If you involve that artist, now you look like the champ because you're like, I, 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 I see this, I like this, and I like this artist and what they did here, and let's give them some shine and put them on the stage with somebody of my level. Yeah, I'm playing double dutch here with you guys because I'm trying to you know, cut in. But yeah. I, a couple of points I want to make. So I go back to the Judy Torres. So Judy Torres' songs, that's not the first time that they remake uh, one of her songs. In the 90s, LT remade Come Into My Arms. Now, the same compliment that Judy Torres gave LT in the 90s is the same compliment that she gave Mia in the 2000s. <clears throat> so, again, you can see the pattern. The pattern is, is that she is a queen. Classy. She's she classy. And she's, and she's classy, and she's not going to put you down. I'm not saying that Mia did a bad job because she didn't. I'm just saying it was it's something that she shouldn't perform right now at this time when she's live somewhere uh, performing because Judy Torres is active. Well, can I, can I jump in real quick? One second. Um, point I want to make okay, is that what you, what you stated, Phil, was that um, if the artist does it with the person who wrote it or the performed it originally. So Stevie B has done that in the past where he's um, given that opportunity to people like Julio Mena when uh, One Last Wish was recorded and then afterwards, the, the permission was given by Julio to re-record it and make it into a duet. Um, it, never came, it never became what it should have become because it's a great song. But that was just one example of what I thought was going to be a pull-up for, for Julio, but it just didn't turn out that way. And, and we know why. We right. know why. But um, so about the, about the Mia situation, um, you said her not that she shouldn't be performing it. I think it's okay to her, for her to perform it as a cover because if you're a new freestyle artist and you only have one song, like you might want to put a show together and so you might want to do a couple of covers, maybe not all freestyle covers. I agree. You know, just I do covers so what you can do and then do your song. Right. But, but if it, you're on the bill with them, you can't do that. Okay. No, right. no absolutely not. No, no, you can't do but, that. But, you know, it, so one, if, if you, you can do it as a cover, again, if they're not on the bill, but not to release it, like that's no. that's the, that's where I have the problem. Why are you releasing it? Um, a great example of that is is Jennifer Jimenez, when she only had one song, she came out and she would do like Rihanna songs. She was doing all kinds of songs like covers as a set, and then she would do her song. You know, so it gave her more. It, she it made her more marketable because okay, she only got one song, but she's coming in here. She's She's belting out like three or four popular songs as a covers and killing it and then getting into her song that we booked her for. I'll give you one that hurt. I'll give you one that hurt. Yeah. Brenda K Star, I Still Believe. Mm. She came out with I Still Believe, her biggest record ever. She's performing it. It's bringing in work. She, The music stopped. But that record, because it was a pop record, was still garnishing her work, bringing right. her work constantly. Good money, even when freestyle slowed down in the 90s. Right, but that was more of a ballad. Regardless, ballads right. live forever. Right, right. Right? All of a sudden, 
her former background singer, Comadre, turns around and remakes it. MC, Mariah Carey. Yeah. Now the audience says, do I go with the original or do I go with MC? What happened? Hey, the song the song now belongs to MC. In in this in this day and age, that's as a comedian, that's how it is. We write jokes, we perform, but you know how it works? The first person is to, to do it on TV, the one to do it to that bigger audience, that's their joke. Yep, and that happened to you recently as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on a TV show. My, yeah. I was like, wow, you know, like you you see now I I had stopped using that joke for a long time because I was like Joe's canceled, so you can use it. I was on, now I was on TV and and you know I was doing it at least two years before it came out on, on that TV show. The TV show flopped, so maybe I start I that's why I started doing it again. Immediately yeah. use that joke. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that it happens like that. So in that case, you know, as much as it belonged to Brenda, Brenda killed it. She was the original and no one will take that from her. Now you got somebody like Mariah Carey, but Mariah Carey's version is like right now. We still think about Brenda's version. Mariah Carey version. She's got too big of a catalog for that to even have made a. You know. You know what I mean? It yeah. put a dent for a while. That was temporary. Because if I did not believe, I can't wait for the Backstreet Boys to do uh, Maria. Is is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so the the. There is a positive side to, to remakes. I, I'm a fan of good remakes. Um, you know, I, I if we go back in time and we talk about probably the second or third most popular remake of all time, Intonation featuring Joey, Dad in Your Arms Tonight. Mm -hmm. um, that is the remake of all remakes, but it's a, a popular song uh, uh, remade into freestyle, right? Um, yeah, but we go back to 1997 and we talk about Raquel versus Josette. In a dream, and and how a freestyle on freestyle situation uh, turned into everyone forgetting the original, and it for the most part because one got added to commercial radio and one did not. Um, and Josette, point proven. Uh, Josette in a dream was a song that you know people hated Raquel for back in 1997, but when she remade it and they licensed it to be redone. On Robin's Entertainment, the song blew up, and she was on Jenny Jones and all those uh, different uh, TV shows. Um, but but nobody remembers Josette. Yeah, you're right. Could I ask a question? I, I know that this is probably Josette performed anywhere. Could I ask this? Sure. How do we reach? Like honestly, reach. The freestyle songwriter, um, producer, artist to turn around and say, make original freestyle, make good original freestyle and leave the remakes for an album in the future or for a performance or for um, content on your social media. How do we get them to do that instead? as opposed to turning around and say, I want to do a freestyle and freestyle version of Louder Than Love. Mm -hmm. How do I do, uh, how could I stop them from singing um, Crying Over You? Well, we don't have that structure anymore. 
I mean, when so long before I ever started singing, I was I danced for a lot of artists. But I, I attended those those AMA meetings. You remember AMA, the Artist Management Association? Mm-hmm. You, so like th- those meetings were all artist managers and producers, and it was all people in the industry, and and they were talking about like who's coming next, what 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 artists are we pushing now, what where's the music going, how we. So there was these conversations happening between DJs producers, managers, road managers, artists, everyone was you know, on the same page behind the scenes. So when they went out, everything happened and people were like, oh my God, this is all new, but everything was was planned. So we knew where the, the, the direction the music was going in before, before it came out. Um, no one's doing that now. There's no cohesiveness. There's no one working together. And if you try to involve or you know, kind of add some guidance, and sh- they take it as arrogance, or they, they just take it the wrong way, and they they, they won't listen, like we like we said earlier. So right. there's no one willing to, to 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 get together like that. You know what I mean? No. I think if everyone did it in different camps, because there's some good good producers out there. I mean, look, you got Jay Allen's, Woody Valentine, you got uh, the, the Santana twins, you got a lot of good guys out there doing stuff that are, are worth listening to. And if if they all got together, you know, and really put the, I guess, solidify where everything's going, just like, all right, they're the, they're the gatekeepers. Let's let's do that. So the quality has to go through them. If it's not going to meet any of those standards, it shouldn't go. It shouldn't be involved. And those are just the producers. Now you talk about the radio DJs, the the, the real DJs, the artists, everyone who gets involved is is has got to be on that same page for the same. I don't need any more death threats, Phil? Yeah, but, you do a couple more. You, you do. But 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 it comes right back to what, what we said, like you know, case and how do we stop it? Unfortunately, until we get to a place where not everything is fire, that's the only way it's gonna stop. Because but not but not a, but to who my friends who are about to get offended by the statement that I'm about to say. I'm sorry. I just got to be honest. There is no fire, no fire currently out. You know, you take an artist like myself, who I like to make music that kind of is on the line of this freestyle thing and also maybe going off into pop world and things like that. Because you're smart. But the masses in our genre... The support for that is very fickle at best. <laughs> and and then the other, the cookie cutter, run of the mill, wash, rinse, repeat records are the ones that, and, they, and not to say that they, they last long because as, as CPR said earlier, they're forgetting songs just like this right now. So, you know, it, it's, it's everything's very disposable. So I'm like, it, it's, it's like, how do we, you know, I know we want to be in this, we're, not that we want to be, but we're in this freestyle world because we like the music, we love what we do, and also because in this lane we do have some. Sorry, Phil, we have some marketability in this in in this in this lane. You know, Gennaro can go out here and get shows because of my paying stuff, and plus what I do for myself. But when I go out on the grind into this other world, I'm just a dude knocking on the door like, "Here, please play my record." So it's kind of you know it puts us in a in a weird place, but that's that's the place we've always been as 
as artists, taking these songs out and performing them in front of people who might not have heard them. Yeah. Going to um, record uh, labels and, and record pools and radio stations and presenting them to people, talking to DJs constantly. This was part of what we were. Yeah. This is I one agree. of the problems that I believe is happening now. Um, no dues are paid anymore. It's it's all about um, do me the favor. Do me <clears> the <throat> favor. You like 10 of my pictures. Here's my record for free. <laughs> Play it. Oh, you, you got a podcast at 2.30 in the afternoon? Play my record. No one's going to hear it except the 14 people that actually follow you. No, you're not going to um, buy ad space on Facebook so that you could expand your audience. No, you're not going to do all, you know, you're only going to promote it to those 14 people. Because yeah. they're, they're doing the free, they're not really investing in themselves. I mean, when, when's, when's the last artist that did a, a press kit? Ask ask any of the artists what is a press kit. But that, but that, that, that goes right back to the same thing is because in this community, that's not seen as a necessary thing. Even though we know for the next level and for that other stuff, it is a necessary element. A look. That's what's, that's what's happening. A look is not a necessary thing now. There's a quote that, that, that I heard. No one looks like an artist anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. There's a quote that I heard I love. Like the, the, the quote goes, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. All right. So if you're not if you're not making those moves, yeah, in, in, in the freestyle, in this little community, nobody's even, there's no one that you want to even give a press kit to. <laughs> right? So, so forget about no, you don't, there's no one to give it to. But but you gotta have one as an artist and put give it to. There's gonna be people out there that don't even know freestyle. It's you who has a blend of freestyle and pop, and they go, "This is different." And then you get uh, then you get your your music played, and you get featured on Ellen, right? Yeah. That who's who's that artist that just came out with that song? Kaiser. Right. That's freestyle, but she's not. She didn't. I'm sure her press kit didn't say freestyle on it. It does. Well, it's music, and this is me, and this is who it. And actually, you know, it's funny because uh, people keep asking who's who's Kaiza, and you know, Kaiza is an international superstar, but she purposely made a freestyle song with her producer, who happened to have passed away, um, and she wanted to put these three songs out. But on on her um, social media page. She says it on there. It's freestyle. It's a freestyle song that I, she put out. Not only that, but um, she's she's um, um, she's very close to to Slushy, who happens to be uh, Wendy's son. And so it's it's uh it's, it's stuff that's out there in the community that people don't bother to look at because they feel like the people that are international superstars in their mind on their uh, social media feed, those are the ones they have to worry about, and and they're so far off. But uh, we are far off from the main topic at hand. So I'm going to just re... It's just a little bit. Bring it back in. I'm going to bring back the plane around, right? And I wanted to go back to the first two questions. So, uh, Philip Anthony, do you agree that it's okay to remake popular 
freestyle songs, but not freestyle songs sung by other freestyle artists? Remake popular songs, not remake not remake popular freestyle songs. Okay. What about you, Gennaro? I agree. I mean, like 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 we said, we're doing it for you know cover reasons or maybe, but like I said, don't try to steal anybody's thunder or try to piggyback off what somebody else is doing. As long as it's done that way, it's it to me, it's it, it's okay. Okay. As content to promote yourself as an artist, not for sale, because it's again, like you said earlier, a cheat code. Yeah. Um. Like if if I woke up tomorrow and wanted to sing, I don't know. I burn. Just do it, bro. No, no, not not I burn. La Bamba. Uh, uh, let's see. I did La Bamba. So I woke up tomorrow. I wanted to do La Bamba, and I'm doing it for Facebook and IG and and uh, TikTok. Then it's worth it. But if I'm trying to as a freestyle. But if I'm trying to do it and sell it. Uh, okay, well, let, me, let me ask you a question. So let's say you did that. You have no intentions of selling it. And all of a sudden, it goes viral. And they want you to put that out. Well, Richie Valens ain't around no more. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, respected that. I, um, I wanted to say that if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about the most hated remake of all time, you only need to look at uh, Adam Morano collage when he tried to remake Selena's song when she passed away and sell it. Um, if, if you thought if you thought that that was uh, a miscarriage of justice, um, if they would have caught him, it, it would have been over for him at that time. Wow. Um, to, to be fair, uh, to be fair to Mia, uh, she didn't sell the remake of um, Judy Torres' uh, song, but she did make a video. On YouTube, right now. So, no reason to cry was a YouTube video. Uh, no reason to cry is a song that she got booked to uh, at shows and she performed. Um, she did meet Judy Torres, and you know, uh, I just I just think that um, as the first song that she released in freestyle, it was kind of distasteful in my eyes. Um, and uh, you know, I think you know she should stop uh, performing it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, not not something that I want to you know hang my hat on. Um, there are some great remakes that people should check out. I think about Jill Terrell Love Song, one of the best remakes I've made. Uh, recently, George Lamont, I Believe in Love. Uh, people went crazy over that. Uh, the song that lasted uh, the most. It's a great uh, record. Lamont redid Don't Stop Believing, and they did a freestyle esque remake uh, remix to that. Who did that? Um, it was part of the package. It was house mixes and dance mixes. And then they have like a freestyle S version of it. Again, I mean, it works, but for our community, like. I mean, Judy Torres did faithfully. Yeah, but it, they they were done as uh, pop house records. Yeah, it's pop house. Right? Um, so, and and it was those records were intentionally done to bring these dance music artists into the modern day. I know it because the producer of both is Giuseppe D, who's one of my closest friends. Right. 
and he, you know, as well as George and Judy's friend. And what he was trying to do is put us in a place where he felt that we needed to be recognized and it worked. And stations like KTU embraced those songs and gave life to Judy and gave life to George and work, right? Because now, you know, George was the one who capitalized off it the best because it just happened to be at the same time that Sopranos used it, right? Um, it's a great tool, but let's talk freestyle. Let's talk freestyle. Those songs were done to be outside the freestyle formula. When we did Are You For Real, it was meant to be outside the freestyle formula. When we did Someone In The Dark on the Scars Of Love album, it was done to be outside the freestyle formula. We were trying to compete with, you know, Toy Soldiers by Mart uh, Marti Martika. That's why we did it. So we took a Michael Jackson record and had AB sing it. That's why we did that remake. So we were trying to reach a broader audience by remaking freestyle on freestyle when freestyle is on life support. <laughs> it's not dead. It's on life support. Right? Is it helping freestyle? Or is it just maintaining the life support? I don't think it's doing either one. It's not no. helping. Go ahead, Phil. You want to say something? No, it's it, it's it's not doing either. Because it, it you know it's not adding any longevity. So so it's not helping or maintaining the life support because it's not adding any longevity and it's not helping the music at all. So I know, and I've been I've been saying this. I'm not going to be the guy that makes the song that invites everybody back into all music because I'm one of its pioneers, right? So yeah, I'm, I'm a good, I'm like an elder statesman, but to reintroduce it, it ain't going to be none of us here. It's going to be somebody way younger than us yeah. that takes all the ideas that we've had and actually applies them and has a I don't give up type of attitude and does it right and knows about business and doesn't let friendship stop them and doesn't let the internet banter destroy them or they don't get involved in it. That's what's going to happen. So be I mean, before, we get, before we get into the final part of our, our discussion, uh, Kay, which one of the remakes of the TKA songs is your favorite? There was a version of Something in the Dark that ended off with a gunshot because it was so sad. And Joey, to be, a, um, to be funny, put it out and all of a sudden, Someone in the dark for me. And then, you know, the pianos are playing. And all of a sudden you hear, and then he got the body falling. And I had that on replay. I thought it was hysterical. 
I'm talking so about that's my actual favorite. You are the one is out of all the remakes that I've done. I think that you are the one by far. You are the one is my favorite. My question was, who is the favorite of yours that remained a TKA song, an artist that did freestyle on freestyle? Because there's been a lot of people remaking your TKA song. <laughs> he's like he's like my favorite or the one that i hate the least the one that i hate I'm, you don't have to answer the question because it was actually a you know what i, <laughs> I can't even i'm i'm gonna go with what philip said i'm gonna say the one i hate the least out of all of them and again let me apologize to whoever did it that I know personally. But the only one that didn't bother me as much because I knew it was buffoonery was Magicus. <laughs> I, because it was a joke. Because it was, because here's the thing, all the other ones sounded like a joke, but the one that was a joke was a joke. <laughs> So I got it. I'm the all drug the, dealer. All the other ones hurt because I was like, they were serious. They were they trying. They were this. really trying. Yeah, they were really trying. They were serious when they did this. I knew Magicus was a joke. Plus, my vocals I, are on the record. I think he was trying. I think he was really trying. Nah, he wasn't. It was a joke. All right, final, <laughs> final topic. <laughs> I'm sorry for being honest. <laughs> so, so um, my my biggest issue right now in the freestyle community, when it comes to remakes, is when someone happens to remake the same song. So you already gave the example earlier on. Uh, Nelson Rego recorded just another day. It was released earlier on this year, but then was pulled back because 418 Freestyle was going to do remixes and also release it. So they pulled the song back. It was given out for free. Um, previously, before that, Pika released uh, Just Another Day in December. So he was he was the first to release it. But to me, um, as an on-air radio personality, I'm going to pick the one that is the best recorded, the best song, and the best one that sounds out of all of them, and I'm going to play that one. Um, my inbox was, um, was, was sent a couple of different uh, choice emails. Uh, or messages. One was, you know, that Pika recorded it first and that why am I playing the Nelson Rago version? And the second one was I saw people on social media trying to divide and conquer and and they try to rally freestyle. behind, you know, freestyle. Um, they try to rally behind the Pika song and saying like, don't support the Nelson Rago version because, um, and, and I'm, I'm sure that Pika had nothing to do with it. It's just, this is what happened. <clears throat> social media so how do you feel about you know people that happen to remake the same song and then um kind of this stuff happens Gennaro, so, uh, are, are, are we talking remaking at the same time like this yeah. or are we remaking in general like you, both you remake, this? You remake the same song and it happens to come out at, at the same time or right. the, the promotion is there at the same time yeah Hold on. When did when did Pika's come out? It came out in December. Okay. When did the Nelsons come out? 
uh it, it came out uh, around the same time yeah it back for 418 freestyle to release it it was released sometime in this last week all uh, right so I don't, think, I don't think it's about who released it right when they released it i think right. about that doesn't matter to me i would i would ask you this jose i would say if nelson never released his would you have played the other one no i completely ignored it when it came out why would i play it now because because it, the quality wasn't there right that the production so it's, not was about, there. it's not about who did it it's about how, yeah. how it was done the production was there because of course mr finishing school himself produced it but the vocals were not there it, it's not uh vocally uh, so it, was, it wasn't a good representation of the song vocally uh, i'm sorry one more time it wasn't a good representation of the song vocally right and for me nelson rego sounded like john zakata in some parts because yes. yes, he, he tried to sing it in the same tone um and and was he you know you know you know what you, sh you should have yeah. done you already drew your opinion i'm making a break it <laughs> i'm both make it but uh make it a break it you can do, do it make it like a, a make it a break it that spans a week you, you go from monday to monday I asked that question a couple of days ago. Can we can we do a because that was actually what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a song versus song, and can freestyle handle it? And the answer freestyle like, can't handle it. But here's the thing: it has to be done. Separate separate the you know the yeah. the the professionals from the un unprofessionals. Yeah, this every, everybody gets a pass mentality. Is it, it it's got to stop? Yeah, we, like. The, that's the bad thing about a community. Mm -hmm. Our community wants participation awards. Look, as long as because as they don't want to put in the work. As long as nobody in freestyle ever does all I love, I don't care. Can I tell you something? When <laughs> Come Baby Come came out, I went up to um, Hot ninety seven. We, we were talking about this the other day. I went up to Hot ninety seven. Come Baby Come was popping. The radio station was in transition from hip hop from a freestyle to dance music right from a dance music station to a, a hip-hop station we went up there me and lizette melendez were the only two records from freestyle artists that had transitioned into you know where hip-hop lives right yeah they bring us up to the station me and the swing kids all five of us were there in through the doors comes the Wu. Wu-Tang. The entire Wu-Tang. They came in, and because we have met them doing Hot 97 shows, it was all love. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Smell. Strong smell of herb in the air. Everything was great. We're cool with them. They're cool with us. They know that we love their music. We support them. I had just started my stint on terrestrial radio as a as a on air personality. Angie goes, Battle of the Beats, Method Man versus Come Baby Come. And we said, Yeah, let's do it. All of a sudden, the woo, their face went like this. <laughs> Cause for them it was serious. For us it was play. They kicked the ass. They kicked the ass that day. But we walked out of there cool.
freestyle doesn't have that right now if you took the top guy singing freestyle out of all the new guys and put on the the second guy and said new one by so-and-so and new one by so-and-so and played it there would be their whole online repertoire of fights against his that's what you're battling aka cpr's freestyle countdown on cpr's clubhouse uh group on on facebook yep that's exactly what it is and you know even though the rules are posted you know they don't care they just go in there and they 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 do what they do why, why even do it because you know what it, 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 it um it's a situation where i i wanna i wanna put out the best quality content and even though we haven't had tens in 2022 we have had some 7.5 some eights and so i gotta pick from those to support for 2022 um and it's the most popular countdown around so why would i not do it um <laughs> no i i mean i get the countdown but i'm saying is like the battle the battle between the pika and uh Chu and um and, and Nelson Rego. I, I think I think that I, I will do it and we'll see what happens. But I just I just know that um you know I don't want to be responsible for someone's heart to be broken because the, what does the winner get? The winner gets to be played on my show, of course. There's no participation. There should be no participation awards in freestyle. I don't give one. I don't give participation awards. I just I wanted to have this discussion with you guys, and I think that you know we, we've gotten to the end of the discussion. Um, I, you know I'm glad that you guys agree with a lot of the things that I. No. Yeah, I agree with a lot of the things that you have said, and you have agreed with a lot of things that I've said. I, I love the fact that you agreed that popular music is great. Go ahead and remake whatever you want, uh, but when it comes to freestyle, be careful on what you remake, because you know you may be costing people their their shows their livelihood. their livelihood yeah and you know i know that people that are watching this is like so what we don't care but the the <laughs> worst thing to see is somebody's um history being erased uh for people not to remember who information society is is a travesty of justice right for yeah. people not to remember who joey gardner is is a travesty of justice for questioning who joey gardner is is a travesty of justice which happened a few months ago um, and and um, I just wanna I wanna see the community grow as we all want the community to grow, but as we can see, uh, we are stagnant in the same place, committing the same issues, same cycle, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, because there was a uh, remember last was it last year? Uh, I can't the years blur together. There was another uh, freestyle versus freestyle remake of another freestyle song. It started a whole bunch of madness. Yeah, it, it was the against all odds controversy, um, where 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 it appeared that you know no one sang it best because somebody already had sang it before. Uh, Tamara had done it many many years back. Um, what song know, was it? Uh, the the group called Pain had done it way way back as well. What song was it? Against all odds by Phil Collins. Oh. It's been remade <laughs> five times in. Now, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then, and then before that, there was. By the way, uh, let's look at Philip Anthony looking like he's posing for an old TK Scars of Love cover. 
but you know, and and, and again, I, I don't know. Like, I remember, like, um, when I was gonna release "Don't Talk to Me," right? We talk about the, you know, the controversy and things like that in freestyle. I purposely didn't release my song on a certain date because that was my boy's date that he was releasing his song. I could have easily came out on the date that I had chose, but I said, you know what? I'm going to wait because I want my boy to have his moment, get the momentum, do whatever. I don't want to come out. And again, there's nothing wrong with friendly competition. But I was like, nah, I'll pull my date back because this is his first big release, his first, you know, coming back out. I didn't want to be there like, well, let's, Let's try to do a thing. Oh, well, let's do Gennaro. Let's do Eric. Let's, and I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my date back. And that's what we're lacking in this in this in this in this industry. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why do you wanna, you know, everybody everybody can't be on top at this at the exact same time. There's always gonna be a favorite. Yeah, there's always gonna be a favorite. There's gonna be people who prefer there's gonna be people who prefer TK's latest release. Somebody prefer mine. They might prefer George's. At the end of the day, it's like I keep telling people we're all fishing in the same damn pond. So I don't know what I don't, know what, I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Listen, what you do, what you do is great because that gives you an opportunity to give him a little prom more promotion by you promoting his release, right? And then him in turn, now his release has got some got some some buzz and people are following him. And now he's like, hey, now Gennaro's releasing his and he can cross promote you. Right. Could I ask Philip Anthony a question before we go? Absolutely. All right. No, no, seriously, it's a serious question. Right. Um, being a comedian, being a professional at what you do, what did you think about uh, T.I. coming out and doing a comedy uh I, I blame I blame the people around him. There's nothing wrong with T.I. wanting to be a comedian. Okay, maybe around his friends or his in his circle, he's hilarious. But you know, comedy's a craft, and it takes it takes a long time to. I I sucked for years and I didn't know it. Right, so I th I thought I was killing it. Right? So you know, you it takes you have to grow, and and your jokes are gonna grow with you, and, and there's a process. So them putting him on that platform was too it was too big of a platform for him he didn't belong there he, he did not he was not ready for that um he if you if you if you look like i saw that his his when he came out and he has opportunity like me being in the game for years having his fame i would have went out there and immediately connected with the crowd because i'm already they already know me but now let me make them feel like we friends. Then I could say whatever I want and they're gonna ride with me. But nobody's coaching him. They could they could be writing jokes for him, but they're not coaching him on how to work the crowd. On, on what you know what how to how it's it's different than music. It's different. But here here's the funny thing. I want everyone to rewind what he just said. And apply it. apply it to freestyle. Yep. We all Ooh. we all we all yep. at the same time. We're riding the same wave. Right. And at some point, every one of us sucked. But it, you you gotta keep doing it and you gotta keep pay attention and learn. You gotta learn from people who are up there. So, so now that, who are doing now it for that a long time. Here, 
but I'll say one thing, last thing about T.I. is this is his, this is, this is every comedian, right, at the beginning of their, their, their comedy career, this is their moment, right? When you bomb like that, when you get booed, even in a small room, but he got booed. Separates from mice from men. So now it, it's, it's, if he, if he continues to do this, then he's, he's going to be a comedian. Well, guys, listen, thank you so much for being part of CPR's Clubhouse Live. Um, dubstep. I'm just Definitely. so glad it came out. I was going to be breaking my head all night. Yeah, me too. I was trying to figure out the the the, the song that TKA remade in 1987 uh, that ended up being a Lean On Me. It took me a little while to remember it because I had it. Carla Reddish. Um, uh, you are the one. Right. Yeah. And people didn't figure that out for 20 years. So. By the way, I was... I, I was told originally when we recorded that it wasn't it. I didn't know it was a remake up until the vocals were done. I heard the demo. I heard the song at, and I thought it was a demo. Oh, you I thought didn't know that it was a, a released record. <laughs> That's how I learned the song. I learned the song thinking that it was a demo. I didn't know that the song was out before. For Primetime Wrestling, this is me, Gene Orkerlin. All right, we got to go. Guys, thank oh, you so yeah. much for being part of CPR's Clubhouse Live. Uh, guys, have a good night. And we'll Salute. Talk. Likewise. All right. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Likewise.